Hello everyone and welcome to another Future in Focus podcast where in this episode we speak to LRQA's Global Sales Director Stuart Kelly. Stuart will be attending this year's Global Food Safety Initiative or GFSI for their annual conference in Barcelona and where LRQA will be exhibiting in a face-to-face capacity. And our first question to Stuart was, what are some of the key themes on the agenda this week in Barcelona? And could he explain why they are such important topics? I think there's a number of key themes this week that are important for for a number of reasons. We've seen the world change so much since the last time we were lucky enough to get together in a face-to-face environment for this event. And, uh, And I think those changes have had some significant consequences on the food supply chain. So if I go through them one by one, I think, first of all, we've got food safety. And that's at the heart of everything that that everyone does uh, that is attending this event. But it's almost a given now. People expect their food to be safe. They expect not to worry uh, about any issues with that food as it arrives either in their supermarket or on their plate in in the uh, event of the consumer. What's now becoming more, uh, if you like, issues or trends that they're looking to think about, and I think we'll see a lot of this in in Barcelona, is, is that food sustainable? How is the supply chain now operating for that product or for the the products that they're getting? You know, but they're looking at things like ethical compliance, they're looking at things like slave labour, they're looking at things like deforestation, they're looking at things like energy consumption, water consumption, and are those products actually now manufactured and produced in a way where their impact on the environment, their impact on the human race is actually being minimised from a negative perspective? So I think we're seeing a shift from just basic and, and I don't want to undermine uh, food safety, but, but but from basic food safety expectations to way beyond that now. And I think we, we're seeing how the standards and the scheme owners have to adapt and recognise these changes that are coming along. So I'm quite excited to be here this week to actually get to know what they're thinking, get to know how they're adapting and how they're modernising and, and changing what they're doing. Uh, as you know, the, the audits, the schemes and the standards have a part to play, but that has evolved and probably revolutionised actually uh, over the last uh, couple of years as we've gone through pandemic. We've now got you know volatility in parts of the world with what's going on in Ukraine, etc. So really good to see how the food industry and the standards, the scheme owners, the role of certification, the role of audit is changing and evolving and revolutionising to actually take effect and, and, you know, make sure that it has its part to play in what we're trying to do here. Remote working has become essential over the past couple of years. And we asked Stuart how he felt this had impacted the food business and why this week's face-to-face conference was so important. This is a good question for me. I, I think remote working is something that has become normalised uh, and, and people are actually now almost struggling to get back to work on, on a full-time capacity. And, and you know our own organisation has introduced flexible working. And I know, speaking to some of our customers over the last week or so, that that's something they're very comfortable with and familiar with. What it meant for the food business is that people could no longer get to sites that they would normally have gone to. 
uh, to carry out audits or or visits with their suppliers and, and, and really to understand what's going on in their business. And they've had to rely on doing that in different ways. So I think what it's done uh, in terms of impact is, is positive and negative. Negative because they probably lost contact with their supply chain in a face-to-face -face environment that they would have been so used to doing over the last number of years, but positive in that it meant that the companies and, and the, the basically the, the brands had to think about how they did things differently. So how they outsourced some more work to local organisations or people with global presence that could actually be their eyes, their ears and their voice on the ground. Looking at things like data and technology and how they could use that to still get a handle on what was going on within the supply chain. And therefore, I think having the face-to-face -face conference is important for a number of reasons. One, it's actually getting together because people do uh, communicate best and interact best when they're face to face. And, and I think that develops a sense of trust uh, and a sense of uh, familiarization that, that you can build on and, and, and grow from in a remote environment. So I think it's good to get together and have that, that face to face contact to, to build those things. Secondly, it will help because it's the first time that a lot of these people have been able to get together again and actually discuss what they've had to do and how they've adapted and changed over the last couple of years. Uh, and that's important because, you know, understanding how different companies are dealing with remote challenges can also help uh, everyone uh, in, in, a, in a way of thinking and how, how their organisation can best adapt. So to me, it's important for building the trust, building the relationships, sharing of best practice and, and also worst practice, what didn't work so that everyone can learn from this. You've got to remember, this is all about safe, sustainable food. That's what this is about. And therefore, sharing of that is something that's important so that we can all learn from each other and, and reassure the public and the consumer that their food is sustainable and safe. We then asked Stuart who he was looking forward to speaking to at this year's conference. I'm looking forward to having a conversation with everyone and anyone at the conference. I, I think the fact that it is face-to-face -face really helps. These events for me are all about getting to, to meet people, uh, whether that's you know, a long-standing relationship with clients that are existing or, or you know, even previous clients, or whether it's meeting new people that you can start to build relationships and hopefully uh, client relationships with into the future. So I, I'm looking forward to speaking to everyone because I think we've all got so much to share. We've all had so many different experiences over the last couple of years in particular. Uh, since we last got together, that uh, every conversation will be an interesting one. Everyone will have a story to tell. Everyone will have a tale, uh, which, you know, might be a good tale, a bad tale, but it's certainly something that I think I can learn from every single uh, communication and conversation that I have this week. So uh, I'm very happy to speak to anyone as I normally am. And as a final question, we asked Stuart what sessions at the conference he was looking forward to. There are a few, actually, uh, and w without mentioning specific ones, I'm, I'm keen to understand what the GFSI's position is and, and how its thinking as an organisation has changed as a result of the pandemic, the, the shift to, to remote working, uh, the, the challenges around auditing that, that it faced and, and its standard owners and, and its members faced over the last couple of years. So it'd be good to understand how they're taking the lessons from that and, and learning from them into the future, because, you know, we, 
this is something we're having to live with. But I think the reality is it also made people realize that this can happen again and again. And, and therefore, we need to be ready for it and agile in our thinking. So I'm keen to get their take on how they will change moving forward to uh, facilitate and accommodate future pandemics and challenges that the world is bound to face. The second thing is, for me, is around the use of technology. And I've always been a big advocate of the use of technology and in particular data and analytics to, to drive uh, you know, decisions and, and predicting potential risks um, to, to minimise the, the impact in the food industry. So there are quite a number of good tech talks and uh, sessions around the use of data, analytics, uh, predictability, machine-based learning. And I, I'm really keen to, to attend them and just to understand what people are doing. Uh, the world is, is just so fast now in terms of, of data. And, and I heard, I think only a week ago, someone was saying that the cost of data has changed so much over the last 20 years that if house prices had gone down in the same way, you could buy every single house in the USA combined for less than a million dollars now. So that whole use of data, that whole speed at which things are changing around the world, uh, is something that we need to sit up and listen to and use to our advantage. So probably technology-driven sessions and understanding the stance of the GFSI uh, as it moves beyond 2022 and in, into the future state of uh, safe and sustainable food supply chains. Thanks for tuning in to this Future in Focus podcast. To listen to previous and future episodes, please visit our podcast series homepage on Spotify. And for more information about LRQA's food, beverage and hospitality services, visit info.lrqa.com forward slash food. Music